0: Charles Spurgeon said, It's not how much we have, but how much we enjoy that makes us happy. Pastor Xavier Reese of Calvary Chapel, Pasadena illustrates on today's simple truths the 10th commandment, the perils of covetousness, and the virtue of laying down all envy. Let's listen.
1: The trouble with the world is that too many people try to go through life with a catcher's mitt, has been said, on both hands. <laughs> More and more and more and more and more. Some people live like this all the time. The heart of coveting is envy. It's outgrow this to be a very covetous person. Listen to Proverbs fourteen thirty: A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. You just can't be at peace because of what your brother has or what your friend has or you. It's terrible. Envy is one of the works of the flesh in Galatians 5.21, which no one will inherit the kingdom of God. Paul tells Titus 3.3, 3, for we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. That's where we used to be one way or the other. In fact, James 3, 14 through 16 says, But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast or lie against the truth. The wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. It only leads to greater things, you understand? The Christian is still capable, as you know, of being covetous through envy, due to the ever-present sin nature that is with us until the Lord takes us home. It is from the heart that proceeds evil thoughts, Jesus said, fornication, so on and so forth, in Matthew 15, 19. Peter exhorts the saints in 1 Peter 2, 1 through 3, Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the milk of the word that you may grow thereby, if indeed... You have tasted that the Lord is gracious. So it's that yielding, that, that desiring for the right things, God, the things of God, and not the things of my flesh. Paul rebuked the Corinthians for their carnality in 1 Corinthians 3:3. For you are still carnal, for where there is envy, strife, divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Paul commands to the Romans in Romans thirteen thirteen, Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry or drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy. These are Christians he's talking to. If there is no capacity, then why is Paul talking to them like this? The proclamation of the 10th commandment declares man has an evil heart, ladies and gentlemen.